So we're talking about Columbia Travel. Welcome, Ernan. We're recording between Trish here at the Bike Hike office and Ernan in Columbia. So we're talking about Columbia Travel as well as the new trip that we've just launched, Columbia Cycling. Thank you, Tracy. I'm really happy to be here. So we'll just start with talking about Colombia in general. I know a lot of people are really curious about Colombia. So let's get started talking about how Colombia has changed over the years and how Colombia travel has changed. That's a very important question, Tracy. Thank you very much for the opportunity. So uh, Colombia, uh, everybody knows it has gone under uh, a very tough times for a long time. Uh, fortunately for us, the safety uh, for Colombians and for foreigners returned to the country after the year 2004 and then from 2006 and on, uh, it has been possible to do travel or to travel around the country uh, for foreigners. There's uh, like a very clear tourist trail that has been um, operated for tourism for uh, since 2006, as I said. And so that means that it's been uh, 11 years already. And little by little, every year, tourism has grown uh, up around 10%, 10 to 15% per year, which is a lot more than what it's growing around the globe, which is around 4%. So um, nowadays, uh, Last year, I think the numbers were close to 4 million foreign visitors coming to Colombia. Uh, we expect that uh, the statistics for 2017 are going to be greater. Uh, we are actually feeling a lot of uh, uh, demand growing uh, from foreign visitors to Colombia during the last six months, especially after the peace deal. Okay, and one thing I just realized that I didn't properly introduce you as, a, as our guide in Colombia. So you're a guide in Colombia, and one thing I should ask too is how long have you been working in travel in Colombia and guiding in Colombia, and what's your experience with that? I mean, full-time I have been doing it since 2010, but uh, I did work as a guide, and I worked in tourism in uh, the, the late 90s. Um, and then uh, now that tourism, it's a, a big deal in Colombia again, so uh, I'm now dedicated full-time to this. So you could say that I've been doing this for seven years already full-time. Awesome. Okay. And then to go back to, so you have great experience with uh, guiding trips in Colombia and then our upcoming trip in Colombia, so we're excited about that. One thing that we wanted to go back to, um, you mentioned the peace deal, and some people might have some questions about what that is or what that involves. So uh, can you elaborate a little bit more on what the peace deal was? Sure. Um, Colombia has had a conflict for almost 50 years with uh, guerrilla groups. One of them, the biggest one of all, it's called the FARC, the Revolutionary, Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia that have been around for a long time, as I said, and they have done a lot of harm to the country. But finally, the government, the government was able to uh, 
to make a deal with them, a peace deal that was signed uh, at the end of last year. And this has cost for uh, about uh, 7,000, uh, let's say, rebels to demobilize, uh, to give up their weapons. And, uh, and we are now in the process of these people uh, to uh, reintegrating with the civil life like a normal person should do it. Uh, just to be clear, these groups, uh, especially the FARC, they were located between years 2006 and uh, last year. They were operating in areas, in remote areas of Colombia, especially in the last uh, uh, 15 years, the FARC was operating in isolated areas of the country, mainly the jungle areas, areas bordering Venezuela, areas that don't have roads, mostly don't have roads or are, or have difficult access. And of course, areas where it was difficult for the army to find them. And uh, the last years, unfortunately, the FARC had become uh, a drug dealing group. Uh, so they were involved in the drug trafficking. I'm oh, sorry about that. So, um, <coughs> It's very important to know that, so actually the guerrillas, and fortunately for us, they weren't uh, a factor for tourism in the tourist trail of Colombia. And not in the areas we're going to be with the cycling trips, and not in the normal attractions for foreigners in Colombia. Okay, that's good to know. So that sort of brings up the question on everyone's mind whether Colombia is safe. Yes, uh, Colombia is safe, and uh, it's actually interesting to see when we receive uh, foreigners. Uh, just for you to know, uh, last year we had a thousand visitors that we operated for uh, from different countries in the world, mainly North America and Europe. And it's kind of interesting that uh, the first time that people come to Colombia, they especially when they just arrive for the first time, they are kind of afraid and they are thinking that something bad is going to happen, but by the second or third day, they just don't want to know about us because they notice that they can go around or they can get around no problem by themselves. And in general, uh, being in Colombia, it's like visiting any other country. Uh, in big cities, you have to be always careful with your personal objects and uh, but in the rural areas in general it's just uh, a, a very nice experience and we hope that the clients that you bring in June uh, they're going to confirm this. Yeah we hope so too for sure and then that's a great segue into talking a little bit about the culture of Colombia and then the culture that one might be able to experience on this trip. So you mentioned the rural regions and that's sort of where you also get probably a lot more sense of the country when you visit those regions and so if you want to just pop in here Trish and you know sort of lead the conversation about cultural interactions in Colombia because that's sort of your passion and, mm -hmm. and why you want to or one of the main reasons you want to start this trip there. So first of all I had the wonderful experience of cycling through Colombia with Ernan last October when I was out there scouting Colombia for a new bike hike destination and it was spectacular. I 
heard so much over the years of Colombia being the jewel of South America, and I can definitely see why. And it was definitely very culturally rich, but let's hear it from the expert. So, um, so Erna, can you just give us a little details of what kind of cultural interactions we can expect while we're in Colombia? Well, this is very interesting, and uh, during this trip, we're going to be visiting two different areas, actually almost three different areas of the country. Uh, the first one is going to be Bogota, which is a big city. Where Bogota has over 9 million people, and uh, it's at an altitude of 2,600 meters, uh, around 8,500 uh, feet of altitude, um, and this uh, the, the thing about the altitudes make everything different from other areas of the country because of nature, temperature, uh, the way people dress, the, be the way people behave. Uh, so the first uh, interaction is going to be in Bogota. And, uh, visitors will have, or the participants of the tour will have the opportunity to, to experience uh, the Ciclovia, which is an event that has been happening in Bogota for over 40 years. And it's basically that on Sundays and holidays between 7 a.m. and 2 p.m., major roads of Bogota are close to traffic and open for people to jog and cycle and walk their dogs and, and teach the, their children how to ride a bicycle. So we're going to have that first experience that will help us uh, or help visitors understand how local people in Bogota uh, use their spare time and it'll be a nice opportunity to see the different faces of Bogota uh, since we're gonna ride uh, from the north to the south and see the old city and see the modern city. That sounds fabulous. After this uh, part of the trip we're gonna uh, fly to a city called Cali which is uh, actually in, in a valley in between the western and the central chain of mountains. Bogota is on, on the eastern chain of mountains. So the weather and the feeling is going to be totally different. Um, the area where we're going to be landing is uh, just below a thousand meters of altitude. And it's an area very rich in sugarcane plantations. Uh, we're going to transfer into a town called Buga at the same altitude about an hour drive from the airport of Cali. And this is going to be the start point for uh, our uh, bike ride. We're going to be riding on the first two, the first day, we're going to be riding along a beautiful road by the Cauca River, which is one of the main rivers in Colombia. And we're going to be riding by uh, a lot of sugarcane plantations. On the second day, uh, we're going to find uh, a diversity of plantations including fruits and such as grape, papaya and different fruits that you're going to find along the way and uh, probably these days when uh, visitors will start noticing that Colombia uh, is very rich in fruits, in tropical fruits and exotic fruits and every day you will have a chance to try different uh, fruit juices. Uh, the the breaks and the lunches are going to be in local places, owned by local people. And we're going to be having uh, the, the local food that local people normally have. 
Um, as I said before, uh, the first two days are going to be in areas that are not visited by foreigners regularly, except for one little town where we're going to be staying at, a town that has probably one of some of the best conditions or, or the best conditions for paragliding in the world. And every year they hold a world uh, championship of paragliding in this town. Um, uh, unfortunately, we're not going to be in that area during the championship, but, uh, but you will see some information about it when you are in this town. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. That's going to be uh, that's going to allow uh, visitors to know what the real Colombia is. And then on the third day, um, we're going to start moving into uh, the coffee region. That means that we're going to uh, climb to higher altitudes. So it's fantastic that we're going to see three different regions of Colombia. That's that's wonderful to be able to experience quite a good little piece of Colombia for this one-week adventure. Can you tell us what the dining, the food experiences would be like while we're there? Is, is there farm-to-table experiences available? Yes, actually, in terms of food, in some places you will have uh, that opportunity. Um, there are some restaurants that uh, source their ingredients from, from the area. Uh, and although some ingredients have to be brought uh, from other places in the country. But in general, um, and surprising for me and for Colombians in general, the visitors that we have on these tours that we take to these regions uh, are usually surprised by the good food. So um, I don't want to um, damage their expectations, but... Uh, in general, people are very satisfied with the food that we provide on these tours. So what, I'm sure that you're, you're going to like it. What kind of food can people expect in Colombia? And there's a lot of people nowadays that have um, dietary restrictions, like gluten-free, dairy-free, vegetarian, vegan. Is Colombia able to accommodate those types of dietary restrictions? Uh, well, in terms of the restrictions, yes, it is possible. We have had vegans, uh, vegetarians, people with allergies to different type of food. So we haven't been. A, I mean, we haven't had any problems with uh, with this type of restrictions. We have been able to uh, satisfy uh, everybody's needs in terms of food. In general, uh, Colombians eat a lot of uh, carbs, and you will probably notice that. Uh, during the trip when you visit the normal restaurants on the road. Um, usually, uh, especially for lunch, Colombians have uh, a big uh, dish of soup or bowl of soup and also a main dish. Of course, when you're riding, uh, it's not a good idea to eat so much, so it's open for people to decide what they want to have lunch. Uh, but in general, um, and especially for the groups, we make sure that everybody gets a, a salad portion and in the evenings that they have a good portion of food so they can recover or um, regain energies for the next day of Friday. Perfect. So that leads us to our first trip that we've designed with you is a cycling trip, all cycling trips. So and, it, and one of the reasons we chose an all-cycling trip is because Colombia is 
quite a famous country for cycling. And what makes Colombia so special for cycling, Hernan? Okay, um, well, Colombia is now known for its good cyclists uh, participating or racing in the Tour de France, uh, Giro d'Italia, Vuelta de España. Colombia has had a long culture, uh, I mean, a long gone culture of uh, cycling. Uh, since I have memory, in the 80s, I remember uh, there were very good Colombian cyclists participating or racing Tour de France and Vuelta España. One of them won the Vuelta España in the 80s. Unfortunately, the Colombian team at that time was not prepared to race against the European teams. And uh, the only big race that was won was Vuelta España, but Tour de France uh, never, was never won by a Colombian. By a Colombian. Although uh, the big, very big difficult uh, stages for Tour de France, uh, we had some Colombians winning uh, like heroes, this type of uh, stages. And Colombians in general have been very good climbers uh, for a long time because of the geography that we have. We have the Andes entering Colombia from the south, from Ecuador, and then it splits into three chains of mountains. Uh, some of the best or most of the best uh, cyclists in Colombia are from the areas that uh, have a lot of mountain roads um, at high altitude as well. And we actually have the longest climb in the world, uh, being uh, Alto de Letras is the name for it. And you actually have two different options. One option that it's 80 kilometers that goes from 300 meters of altitude to 3,700 meters. And, and a second option, which is an extension of the first one that could be about 110 kilometers going from 300 meters to 4,100 meters approximately. That gives you an idea of, of the type of terrains that we have in Colombia. And uh, in terms of cycling culture, uh, one of the comments that we have, that we get a lot from our uh, tourists or visitors coming to ride in Colombia, is that the Colombian drivers are in general very, very friendly with cyclists. So, um, People in general feel really comfortable riding uh, whenever there's traffic. Um, the traffic is never uh, aggressive with the cyclists uh, on the roads. That's great. So that, that will give you an idea of how it is. So what kind of roads will we be biking on the bike hike trip? Okay, uh, so the trip is going to be, uh, I would say, about 85% paved roads. Um, the pavement on the roads, and most of them is in very good condition. Uh, some roads have some little holes, but in general it's it's very, very nice. We're going to have some gravel roads in some sections. Uh, I think the longest section on a gravel road is about 12 kilometers long. And out of these 12 kilometers, we have approximately two of downhill about six, uh, yes, about six of uh, mostly flat terrain and then about four of climbing. Um, one of the day we're going to have nine kilometers of climbing on, on a gravel road that it's going to be mostly climbing. Uh, it has some sections with uh, concrete 
paths that you can use to to make it easier. But uh, the views and the scenery and the landscapes are really rewarding. So it's worth doing it anyway. Fabulous. So in general, um, I would say that the paved roads are in good condition. Uh, uh, we will have some uh, roads that uh, where we will have to deal with medium medium traffic. Um, but uh, as I said before, most of the roads are going to be with low traffic. Okay, and do we have a support vehicle along for people who are tired and want to jump in? That's correct. We will going to have a support vehicle. Um, the vehicle will be carrying our luggage and it's going to be carrying water, bananas and oranges. Uh, and so that anybody ha can have access to it and the vehicle will be looking after us uh, throughout the trip. Perfect. Can you tell us a little bit about the bikes we'll be riding? We now have uh, specialized bikes. Uh, the model is Rockhopper Comp. They have uh, 18 speed. They are 18 speed. Uh, these brakes, and uh, we're going to be using tires that are, are better for uh, pavement, uh, so they're not so thick, and they will allow clients to pedal easily on pavement, but they will be good as well for gravel roads. Perfect. So, how fit do you think? A cyclist has to be to be able to do this trip? Well, I think that the important thing is that uh, whoever comes to do this uh, tour uh, has to be somebody who rides uh, frequently, I mean once a week, twice a week maybe, and I would definitely suggest that before coming um, do some little training especially with climbs if possible. But most of the clients who come, they at the end they say that the uh, that of course it's not easy, but the, everything is doable. And, and at the end, anybody who rides a bicycle frequently uh, can can easily do this tour. It's it's just an epic adventure through Colombia by bike, in my opinion. And it's, yeah, how many kilometers are we cycling in the whole duration? Uh, the total is if we're going to be doing around 300 kilometers total. That's perfect. So is this a point-to-point -point cycling trip, meaning we're, we're cycling from our hotel to hotel without getting in the support vehicle unless we feel the need to get into the support vehicle? That's correct. It's going to be a point-to-point -point trip, yeah. That's perfect. That's my passion in life, point-to-point -point cycling trips. So what is the... So people who aren't quite familiar with Columbia might just need familiarization with the map and where to fly into. What's the best place to fly into for Columbia? Um, and what do you know about uh, airlines that are good for operating into Columbia? Uh, that's a great question. Um, most of the international flights arrive into Bogota. And for this particular trip, the best place to fly into would be Bogota, because that's where the tour starts. Um, from North America, there are several airlines flying to Colombia, mostly from the U.S. Uh, from Canada, Air Canada is flying direct from Toronto. Okay. But uh, uh, if people are coming from the West Coast, there are different uh, routes that they can take. 
so they can look at uh, Continental Airlines, Delta Airlines, uh, American Airlines, the Colombian airline called Avianca as well, that has direct flights from a lot of uh, U.S. cities. Um, and another option could be to fly Copa or to fly into Panama and connect with Copa as well. Those are the different options that you may have. Okay, great. And in terms of the best time of year to fly or to visit Colombia, what's the best time of year to travel to Colombia or plan a trip in Colombia? Well, um, Colombia is located very close to the equator. That means that we don't have seasons as uh, the northern hemisphere or the southern hemisphere have. Uh, which means that temperatures, temperature-wise, Colombia has the same temperatures, more more or less same temperatures all around the year or year-round. Um, the only thing that we have is dry seasons and rainy seasons. And uh, as being so close to the equator and uh, in the areas, especially the areas near the mountains, uh, this does not mean that during the dry season you won't have rain because you can have it or during the rainy season, it's going to rain every day, which doesn't happen. Um, so anytime during the year, it's good to come. Statistically, uh, the, the time of the year with less rain is between January and March. Uh, it depends. Uh, I mean, whether global uh, um, climate change is, we're feeling it and uh, the usual weather that used with that we used to have is actually changing. So uh, again, any time of the year could be good, and I'm sure that people who come will have sunshine, and at the same time they will have some rain during their visits to Colombia. So it's good to just sort of expect a little bit of either, no matter what time of year one visits. Yes, you have to be prepared for. Any, for either one, for sunny days and for rainy days as well. So anyone from Vancouver would be very prepared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. So next question about sort of Colombia in general is what can a person expect in terms of expenses in Colombia? Is, is Colombia a very cheap country? Well, um, if you compare it with the U.S. dollar, we are now very cheap. The money, the, our currency devaluated in about 30% a year and a half ago or two years ago. So that would make it really cheap uh, for anybody holding U.S. dollars. Uh, I do know that the Canadian dollar also devaluated a little bit, so it, it probably is not as good as for Americans, but it's still cheap, especially when visiting rural areas. Uh, cities like Bogota and Cartagena, which are probably the most visited ones in the country, are probably the most expensive ones. And uh, depending on what type of uh, services or food or or places you visit, you can find uh, items or services that could be very expensive, or you can also find cheap ones. Uh, but in the rural areas and the areas that we're going to be visiting with the tour, um, in general, uh, it's actually very inexpensive. Just for you to have an idea, um, a beer on a regular shop on the road or on the street 
it would be about 50 cents of a dollar. Okay, that's great to know. Well, Ernan, I'm very excited to be on this trip in June and exploring Colombia with our bike hike friends. That's the word we use. Classic bike hikers. With our bike <laughs> hikers for the, our first inauguration trip coming up this June. So thank you so much for taking the time to give us so many details on the trip. And hopefully it answers a lot of questions for anyone who's interested in Columbia out there. Tracy, do you have anything? Yeah, no, I think that we've covered a lot um, in this webinar so far. So hopefully people can come away from listening to this feeling a little bit more comfortable about Colombia as a travel destination and then they'll have a bit of a sense of the kind of culture that they can experience there and then obviously the epic cycling. So I think this answers a lot of questions for people so I think it's great. Yeah. Thank you Ernan so much and we'll see you in a few months. Yeah, thanks thank so much Erin. Uh, thank you Tracy. Thanks for the opportunity and we're really excited that we're bringing our first group to Colombia and we hope that people enjoy it as much as previous clients have done in, uh, in the past and uh, that more people will want to come to Colombia to visit and to ride their bicycles. Yeah, we, we hope, hope so, so too. too. <laughs> awesome, Ernan. Okay, thanks okay. again. Thanks again. Thank you very much.